This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. There are two types of people in this world those who are humble and those who are about to be. Welcome to the 1111 podcast. So glad to have you here today. Let's all begin with a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I hope you're well, staying safe wherever this is meeting and greeting you in the world. I know it's uh, been an interesting few hours for myself. Uh, This must be a very, very powerful message that I'm going to be delivering today because the level of sabotage I've just been going through for the last several hours just incredible it's amazing so uh the powers that may be maybe don't want me to do this episode (laughs) so um yeah but uh you know we're here we're live and um one monkey don't stop the show so the powers that may be need to understand that we're not intimidated We will not, I will not, (laughs) stop the plan in motion. So with that, it is daylight saving time. So I hope that you guys have set your clocks ahead uh, because we are moving ahead. We are springing into action. (laughs) It is springing forward literally and metaphysically, (laughs) literally, figuratively, metaphorically, um, just however. So... Trust the reroute, trust the directions, you know, um, it's been an interesting time right now. So if you are having a lot of interesting dreams, a lot of vivid dreams, just a lot of emotional baggage come up right now, fret not. It's, there's so much dysfunction happening on a large scale right now. So know that you're not alone. Even if you feel alone, you are never alone, never truly alone. So um, if you are having interesting dreams or just disturbing images or anything like that I do offer dream interpretation if that's something you want to look into um, you can send me an email with the email listed below you can send me a message and let me know what's going on and um, here to support you guys as always Um, now I mentioned that I'm using a new camera so I actually don't have a the type of camera where I can actually see if I'm being recorded or not. So let's hope that it's all good. Uh, That'll be definitely something to get down the road to uh, make sure that I see myself while I'm doing this. But uh, for right now, we're just going to go with it. Uh, Additionally, if you have any topic requests that you would like to hear covered on this channel, please send those in to my direct messaging. You can email me or you can hit me up on Instagram at AgentK21Podcast or on Twitter at AgentK21. And just um, let me know what kind of topics you want to hear. If you yourself want to be a feature, let's see if we can collaborate. If you want to nominate someone or you think someone else would be a great feature, um, let's do that. Let's get to that and see how that goes. Um, Also, if you are a musician or you are looking for music to go alongside something you're creating, I do have instruments for days. Okay, you can hit me up if you are interested in that. Um, I am selling instruments for the low, low for right now. So if you want to check that out, 
uh, reach out to me. I have a uh, at Agent K21 music page if you're interested in music, anything related to that. I also provide music lessons virtually. Um, right now, I'm primarily virtually. <laughs> and uh, if you want to get into audio engineering, well, I shouldn't say audio engineering, production. Right. If you want to know how to use production equipment, record yourself, if you want to understand uh, software and that kind of stuff, also doing that. So if you want to uh, get into that or if you are new to that, that is another service. And uh, songwriting is also something that you can all find on the music website. So that's all listed in the description. Please feel free to check that out. And as always, I've been building an empire from the ground up from the ground level moving up in these levels so starting with the very first stone and the very first brick I'm throwing the first <laughs> I'm throwing the own, my own stones here so I'm building this brick by brick and if you want to be a part of the empire whatever talent you want to give whatever service you want to give if you just want to collaborate in some way and join the team and work with me and not for me by all means reach out let's do that and with that, I do also provide um, donation-based counseling services. And um, <clears throat> like I said, if this is a really tumultuous time, as it definitely is in the world at large, it's definitely a lot of energy going on, a lot of just things out of our control, and a lot of uh, energetic warfare that we're in right now, as some of us are trying to progress, some of us are trying to regress so um, there's a lot of tension right now and maybe you're going through your own spiritual battles and your own uh, warfare and you just need a little bit of guidance on that I do provide that service and just to kind of give a little bit more clarity of what that looks like um, once you go to the website the listed link for how to get to the counseling services you go there or you can click on the link tree tab and click on the counseling tab from there and then go into services and then you can book either an individual a group a family a couples therapy any of that you can book that and then um, after that you will receive an email now in that email there will be documents that you'll need to complete so it's just like any other doctor's visits you know I know some of you may not have ever done counseling before so it's just like a doctor's visit you have to sign a couple papers and you know give some information that kind of stuff so if that has been maybe the hesitancy to reach out like maybe you're like I want to do this but I don't know what's on the other side just to maybe provide some clarity of what happens what the next steps are so if that's you and you feel like you know what I want to really get on this I I've been putting my my feet off <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say <laughs> I'm putting it off for a while and I, I think it's time to get the help that I want and maybe need right now and there's no shame in it we all need help we all here to help each other we all help each other and everything we do you know that's why I'm so grateful for you guys listening and sharing and leaving reviews and comments and everything else because it all helps you know so I really appreciate that and this topic that I'm talking about today is actually a topic request so thank you guys for sending in your requests I know it takes so much courage to reach out and get help or just speak up so I don't take that lightly so thank you guys so much additionally if you want to rock some 1111 merchandise you can check out the merch store that is up and running it is live it is still in its early stages so definitely if you want to join the team to help with that advertising or creating or however you know if you're a fashion designer or 
you know, you just have an eye for that. Definitely, you're needed. You're, you're definitely needed. And so, like I said, the, the powers that may be, maybe don't want me to deliver this message, but guess what? I'm here to do just that. So, this is a topic requ- request that came in from Beautiful Soul, and I'm just so grateful um, for any time you guys send a request. And so, I will be moving along with uh, getting back into the Ascendant Masters, but I definitely wanted to uh, address some things before I get to that. So, if you haven't checked out the Ascendant Masters yet, we'll be picking that back up again this season. So, if you want to check it out from last season, please do so. Now, I'm going to read this request here. Um, This comes from a beautiful soul. I don't know if you want to be named or not, but a beautiful soul sent in this request. And just a heads up, anytime you guys send in a request, just be prepared that I may read it on air or um, just be mindful of that. Um, You can also send a request using um, the uh, messaging system on Anchor. So there is a link that you can use and you can send in a voice request as well if maybe you don't want to type it and that will be added to the episode as well so please be mindful of that uh but let's go ahead and read this topic so this says hi agent k i just wanted to let you know how much i've grown and changed since i started listening to your podcast in 2020 during quarantine i listened to every single episode you post and was wondering if you could share your opinion and knowledge about spiritual superiority. I was journaling last night about how this world we live in still operates out of low vibrational frequencies. I was talking especially about people I work with and was thinking, wow, their life would be so much easier if they knew what I knew. This world would be so much better if more people went through a spiritual awakening and were more enlightened. After I talked to my boyfriend about this, he mentioned about spiritual superiority, and I looked more into it and found out that that is exactly what was happening to me. I would love to know your thoughts on it. I'd love if you made an episode about this too. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. That is such a great topic and such a great request, and I'm, I'm sure you're not the only one that's experienced that or that's questioned that or had that come up, so thank you for your bravery to ask it. And um, also, there's just no shame in anyone who's experienced that or who's going through that process themselves, you know, because we are all evolving at different rates in our own speed and all of these different things that happen. And sometimes when we're awakening to our divine power, we can um, have different lessons to kind of mature our spirit and to really help us understand and integrate lessons that Some of those lessons can include um, humbling ourselves or understanding different perspectives. And so there's no shame if you've experienced that, if you've been the one who's operated in that, or if you've been on the receiving end of people who have operated that way, that wasn't your fault either. So um, spiritual superiority. First, let's understand what is spiritual superiority. And... um, you know, this is my perspective, of course, and um, if it resonates with you, by all means, take it. But if not, please know that you are not uh, obligated to receive any message that you either may not be ready to receive or may not resonate with you, you know, and I am not the uh, source of uh, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is that 
these are all from my own limited perspective as well. So what I say is you have to understand it comes with a filter as well. So just be mindful of that really with anyone you listen to. No one is um, opted out of being biased or out of having social programming, you know. And so let's look at each other with the understanding that we all have light and dark to share with each other. And um, just keep that in mind when listening to people. You know, they might say things that are really helpful, but they also may say things that are not helpful and myself is included in that. And so I think just keep that in mind as we go through this topic because spiritual superiority is basically minimizing and dehumanizing of others. It's saying that one is better than the other. And anytime we operate in one is better than the other, we automatically opt into the separation mindset. So spiritual superiority is very much like when we look at it from a worldview, we can think about the events of the Holocaust that happened in Germany. Superiority is what caused people to cause horrendous things to happen to other people. What's going on in our world right now is due to people feeling superior than others. So anytime you operate with a superior mindset, you're automatically diminishing other people and failing to recognize the oneness that we all have. And so when we operate in that way, we are actually not uh, as spiritual as we claim to be. We're actually operating out of the opposite energy of that. So what is spirituality to me? Spiritual superiority to me is the concept that we are more enlightened than others, that we are more evolved than others, that we are separate than others. And um, it's not because we don't understand ourselves is where I feel it comes from. It's, um, it's understanding that we all are on different paths and we all are evolving at different rates. And um, it also takes away the beauty of understanding why we need the contrast. You know, I just released a video about contrast. That's another thing I forgot, the YouTube channel. Thank you all for subscribing to it. You guys do great. <laughs> so there's that um, video that I just did. Now, the thing about spiritual superiority, there is a shadow side to it, but there's also a um, reality that we exist in right now. So if you find yourself operating in that mindset, understand that we live in a world of duality. We live in a world of polarization. We live in a world of energy and frequencies. So on one hand, yes, there is division, there is separation, there is a hierarchy, if you will, of higher and lower. But the difference comes in when we think that one is better or superior than the other, and that by being superior, we are now entitled to certain rights that other people are not. I don't think that that's the perspective that this is coming from. I feel that this is more recognizing that, yes, if everyone did shadow work, if everyone could see their traumas and face them head on, we would definitely be in a different place. But not everyone has that capacity to do so, and not everyone wants to. This shit is painful as hell. Nobody wants to face their pain, necessarily. Um, and recognizing that we were once that way too, 
before we evolved, before we awakened, before we broke out of the matrix, we were in it and we needed to get out of it and recognizing that their story, their path, although it affects ours as we intertwine with this, we don't have to take it on personally. We don't have to let it dictate us and who we choose to be. So um, just understanding that we live in duality, we live in a polarized area, our world realm. So there is, on one hand, higher frequencies. There are. You know, if you look at an energetic chart, you'll see that there are two energies that run this world. There's love and that's fear. When you look at an energetic chart, it goes in intervals, like an interval line. And on that line, you have negatives and you have positives. So for instance, shame is the lowest vibration on that chart. If someone has lived and operated and believed and entertained energies of shame their entire life, they're not going to be a vibrational match for someone who's operating in love and peace and unity and harmony. They're just not. I'm sure you guys have met people. They might be well and good, but there's just an incompatibleness to them because there's not a a vibrational match. So on one sense, we live in a world of superiority, Um, but that is a belief and that is a concept based out of our human conditioning because in other realms this doesn't exist but at the same time even that can be questioned because as I'm learning about the ascended masters for instance I'm learning there's levels to it there's the white brotherhood there's these different levels of flames there's different roles and different different uh giftings if you will and I feel like this goes towards the sacred text that talks about the fact that we are moving into a new earth that this earth will vanish we will enter into a new earth but we will also enter into a new heaven and so we have to realize that this realm is a reflection of the other realm so in other realms there is still some sort of uh, separation in a way now don't quote me on that because I'm still learning about that myself but I feel like there is still some type of hierarchy you know from the regular angels to the archangels to the ascended masters there's some kind of levels right and even though it's all one at the end of the day I feel like it does operate differently but it still comes from that same pain of there's levels to it and so um understanding that we do operate in different energies there are people who do operate in low vibrational energy There are people who um, are not even aware that they're operating in low vibrational energy. And so it's when we start to judge those people that we can become susceptible to being part of the problem. It's when we start to uh, criticize them, have expectations over them, or, you know, it comes from a place of wanting better for everyone, absolutely. But when we... uh, step into the realm of not allowing them to go through their own process or not allowing to see the benefit of them providing the contrast or looking at them as just lower dimensional beings that's when we step into potentially scary territory but on one hand when you look at a for another example if you look at a radio dial it goes up in numbers and goes lower in numbers 
and it's similar to when you increase your vibration you know um so i feel like the main thing is to really honor unity to really honor how can i see the god in this person how can i see the divine connection this person has and their divinity even while they're operating in this toxic energy how can i recognize them and grant them the humanity that they deserve how can i see them as a part of myself and uh, when we don't that's when we can get into a little a little bit of um, concepts that are not great so I have some things listed that I want to talk about Um, so before I get into all of that uh, I want to talk about what spiritual superiority is not because I feel like we have a good grasp of what it is are we, I feel like maybe we don't have a good grasp of either, but I feel like I want to work backwards on this. So what spiritual superiority is not being spiritual. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> okay. Okay. When I say I've gotten so thrown off today, but you know what? We're going to keep it going. So, um, let me regroup let's move forward right like I said let's bring forward so we got to talk about what it is first what I feel that it is and what I feel it causes and where it comes from so (laughs) oh man spiritual superiority I feel is caused by fear-based thinking and it is birthed from insecurity Those of us who need to feel better about ourselves by making others feel either bad about themselves or looking down on other people comes from a deep insecurity. And so what it can cause, it can cause us to condescend to others. It can cause us to be arrogant. It can cause us to be selfish. We can operate out of uh, manipulation, um, being opportunists, creating more separation, cause all of the isms you know racism sexism classism all of the isms it can lead to spiritual bypassing which is when we don't integrate the lesson we we work at a surface level and then we're like okay we're good we're done we're healed and we bypass everything that we were supposed to gain from it and we kind of skim through life not really going to the depths of what's actually happening it causes spiritual egotistic behavior and spiritual narcissism so that would be more of like everything that you think of when you think of a narcissist now just magnified by spirituality so these are the people who want to be glorified who want to be adored who want to be who take and take and take they'll take your money they'll take your energy they'll take your time and they won't give anything back and depending on how how in depth they are of that they'll feel no remorse for that they'll continue to use people they don't look at people as people they look at them as things and items and ways to gain advantage and how this is going to best serve myself um it's this obsession with secret knowledge and excluding others excluding others from yourself and excluding others from the whole uh it's um rankism (laughs) 
I just made that up, but ranking things, saying you're not on my level, you're just not evolved enough to understand this, belittling people, projecting their own insecurities on others, that is the kind of thing that spiritual superiority can lead to. Those are some of the causes that can happen. Those are some of the things that can happen. Now, like I said, it is birthed out of insecurity. So most people who operate out of spiritual superiority are either very insecure, possibly have a very low self-worth, are low concept of themselves, or they are very, very immature in their awakening. And so what can happen is they swing so far left to try to compensate for the insecurities they have. They mask all of their energy because they don't feel safe enough to show the world their real self because there's that fear of if I did, I would be unloved. If I told people, hey, I'm going to manipulate you to get my needs met, no one would sign up for that. So they operate in deceitful energy. They operate out of manipulation. They operate out of um, egotistical behavior. They don't care who they hurt along the way. As long as they're okay, they could care less. You know, those are the kind of energies that uh, spiritual superiority can lead to. Now, what spiritual superiority is not, because it's, we can see how all of those things are not great. But sometimes we can confuse when people are operating in certain ways. We think, oh, they're just being superior or they just think they're better than everyone. And that might not actually be the case. So what spiritual superiority is not, it's not having standards. Having standards for yourself, for the quality of people that you want to be around, for the quality of work you want to put out, for the quality that you want to give, is not... uh, is not being superior. Having selective processing of who you surround yourself with uh, is, can be considered being having wise discernment for how you want to interact with people, who you want around you. And if they do not match you on a certain level, to not be around them does not make you operating out of spiritual superiority. They might take it that way. They might think, oh, you think you're just so better than us because you're so evolved and you're playing with your crystals over there. You you think you're so cool. And you're like, no, I just don't vibe with you. I have a standard for myself. I only want people around me who have these type of qualities and who I can provide this type of connection with and I can dive in deep topics with. And that's kind of what the standard is, you know? And so (laughs) the other thing that, spiritual superiority is not is having boundaries it's kind of similar but different so you might have a standard of quality that you want around your life you might say you know what I don't want to sleep at the motel six I want to sleep at a five-star hotel and others might be like well you're just so bougie or you're just so why do you why do you got to have all these standards they don't know your story they don't know what you've either come from or try to make you feel bad for having standards. And so you have to have boundaries to recognize that's on you. That is not for me. And if you are an empath, you especially have to have boundaries because people will attempt to use your own goodness against you or your own uh, criteria for your life against you. And so having boundaries to say, to say this is what I will allow and this is what I will not allow to have to say no to certain things you know I don't want to go there because I know these certain people will be 
there or I don't want to gossip with the people at work because I'm not about that life. I'm not going to do that, you know, and that's only going to drain my energy and lower my own frequency. You know, it's when we try to tell other people, hey, you know, you shouldn't gossip about people like you're operating in that low energy and you need to do this, this and that. That's when we can get into that territory of we know we have authority over someone else's life, which can cause judgment and separation. But when we say, hey, that's fine if my coworkers want to gossip and, you know, snort cocaine, <laughs> whatever. I don't know why that just came up. <laughs> whatever they want to do, that's on them. But what I'm going to do is not participate in things that make me feel bad about myself or that are not in my alignment of the standard I have for myself. So maybe someone's doing that right now. I don't know. And to say that that's fine. There's no judgment in it. Do you. You can do that. But I know what I'm going to do. So you have to have boundaries and a standard for yourself that you can live up to. And, uh, you know, if people are like, why won't you just give this person a chance? Like, just go out on a date with them. And you're like, no, they don't match what I have. And they're like, well, your standards are too high. Well, then that's when you can have that level of taking things with a grain of salt. There might be some truth in what they're saying, but there also might be truth in what you believe as well. So being able to have that discernment and that wisdom to know how much of this do I need to take in and how much of this aligns with what I believe. So all of that uh, is some things that I have listed here. Now, spiritual superiority really can get tricky when I'm sure you guys have seen this or been approached by people who are like, I'm a psychic, give me your money and I'll tell you everything the future holds. Or, you know, um, I'll give this to you, but you need to subscribe. I need you to come back three times a week for this, this and this. So it can be very difficult when we have spiritual leaders who are operating out of the spiritual superiority and we see them. And, you know, I've seen them where we see those spiritual gurus and they kind of operate out of this mentality of wanting people to worship them and they create like cult-like following and they surround themselves with people who won't challenge them or who won't call them out on their BS. They only surround themselves with people who adore them, flatter them, worship them, make them look good. So I'll give an example of, of something that happened. Uh, in my in my storyline here so on my path now I've mentioned this before I've mentioned this before that now you may just now be joining so you know if this is new for you uh then that's fine too but if you've heard this before then just bear with me but I've mentioned before that I've spent part of my childhood in another country in an an Asian country and um, once I moved back to the states I was in for a culture shock And so I moved back to the States and I started a new school and, you know, me being the kind of person I am, I was just kind of like on my own, doing my own thing and just kind of always been a loner in a sense. So I'm just chilling, you know, eating lunch by myself, whatever, having a blast, right? And one of the most popular girls in school comes up to me. She's like the most popular, most beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. She comes up to me with her friend and she's like, hey, can we sit with you? I'm like, sure. And she 
takes me in to be like one of her closest friends. Now, you know, I've spent a lot of time just observing people and observing human behavior. Go figure, I would go study psychology later on in life. And so I was very aware as time progressed, like, okay, this is interesting. This person is hanging out with me and this other person. And I started to realize that this person was not really a good friend. I was like, you know what? This person isn't really a good friend. It's like, so why is this person trying to be my friend when they're not even being that? Like, what's really going on here? And so I had to realize that this person was actually using me and this other person as a way to uplift herself and make herself look better and almost taking us in as her friends, almost as a charity case. Like, look at how nice I am. I'm being friends with this unattractive person and this loner person over here and, you know, unattractive based on the worldview of what beauty is, not on what beauty actually is. But I could almost hear this person, this quote unquote popular girl thinking that. And she's just like, yeah, look at how nice I am. I befriended these outcast kids and I'm so good. Not only am I beautiful, but I'm, you know, amazing or whatever. And unfortunately, that uh, that storyline actually backfired on her. So, you know, for a while I was hearing like, oh, wow, you're friends with her. She's the most beautiful girl, da, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, is she though? Because what I'm seeing, mm, I don't know. And so, you know, this storyline is playing out. And her plan, unfortunately, backfired on her. I felt that she was keeping us around as friends to, for one, yes, avoid her shadow. But also to make herself appear more attractive. Not only in my char- her charity work of befriending these two weirdos. But also, let me hang on with these quote-unquote lesser attractive people than myself so I appear more beautiful I'm sure you guys have seen the mean girls and stuff like that who kind of prey on that and do stuff like that so I'm just like okay cool I'm like whatever (laughs) I'm just like I'm just chilling you know (laughs) and so unfortunately and and because I was so chill her plan actually backfired on her so she was thinking that she's gonna have this whole I guess I don't know what she was thinking but whatever it was it didn't work And so the plan backfires because all of a sudden I'm getting all the attention. I'm getting all these random people trying to talk to me. And I'm just like, I could care less. I'm not even attracted to you. I'm, you know, I'm queer. Like, what are you even doing? (laughs) And I get all this attention, all this unwanted attention from these guys that she wanted attention from. So, of course, what happened? I became a threat. So, of course, I had to uh, experience being discarded and being, uh, I don't know if betrayed is such the right word, maybe betrayed, discarded, uh, left out in the cold, however you want to say it, um, because I became a threat. So now, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking on my own again. And so you have these people who will use that in the spiritual community where they will find people who don't think for themselves. They'll find people who will agree with everything they say. They'll find people who will make them feel better about themselves because of the emptiness that they feel, the lack of uh, self-worth that they may feel. They may try to get it from other people, but they'll do it in a deceptive way. They will be con artists, essentially. They will get into things without 
going over all the terms with you. They will backhandedly get you to sign up for things you didn't know you were signing up for. Um, They'll do things to manipulate you and to gaslight you to stay. Um, so people who are leaders are gurus who operate in this way. Excuse me, it's not, uh, it's not great to be that way because it does backfire. And if you are a spiritual leader, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard, like I said. And that doesn't mean you're better. That means you have more accountability for yourself because you have others who are more vulnerable. So if you're not going to have good morals and integrity, you have no business trying to help people with their lives, you know, because you're going to cause more pain. And some people don't care about the pain they cause. And that's heartbreaking for me just to see that. And, um, you know, so I uh, kind of went through a similar phase as uh, I feel that our uh, request comes in where I had to experience what that actually feels like to feel superior, you know, to feel better than others because it's easy to look at others and go, that's not right. But then when you actually experience it, you can understand where it comes from and just go through the lessons that happen through it. So on my journey, I started operating out of the same energy of spiritual superiority. And it started when I had embarked on the twin flame journey. I became very arrogant and very prideful about it and felt superior. Like I just landed on something that not many find, like many will search for, but few will find, but I'm one of those to find it and operating out of that energy. Now for those who have, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Um, wow. Sorry, I just got a download right in the middle of downloading with you guys. Whoa. Uh, mm. Give me a second. Hmm. Okay. So as I've mentioned, there's a lot of energy attempting to bury this message or sabotage it in some way, some shape or form. Um, and I feel it's needed. And so, um, that, that to me shows me the level of importance that this message needs to be received at. Wow. So when I started that journey, and for those who are on that journey and on that path, may realize that you take on a lot of responsibility. You take on burdens and karma. Some of it is yours, some of it is not. Some of it is from past lives. Some of it is from your family baggage. Some of it is from your ancestors. But some of it is also from your twin. And so if you are on that journey and you've experienced this, um, out of that awakening, because once you meet your twin, there are things that are activated within you that were latent. And so that activation can cause a disrupt in your energy and an imbalance in your energy. And that's when all the triggering and all that stuff happens. And so um, part of the journey was to take on burdens that were not my own, to take on the path of where does arrogance and pride lead me to and to face the lessons and to experience that. And 
a lot of people were hurt in the process. You know, I, I hurt a lot of people in the process of uh, my arrogance. And it was a very brutal lesson to face and see for me all my life I had been humbled I had been um, wow wow oh my gosh this is intense now wow Mm. (laughs) wow I'm literally channeling a message right now not through myself wow You know, and this is the kind of stuff that would make me attempt to make me second guess if I should even publish this. But that's what this is here for. This platform is a platform of authenticity, transparency. So uh, this is the realness. You know, this is the realness. And uh, wow. What I was trying to say and what I said were very different things. But that's what needed to be said. So let's go with it. So (laughs) I had been a very humble person all my life. Now, when you are naturally humble, you will be exalted. But when you are operating out of naturally feeling exalted, you will be humbled. So there are two types of people in this world. Those who are humble and those who are about to be. And I was the former. So most of my life, and I can give you another example of times where, and this is just one of many examples, where I didn't necessarily want to be exalted, but that's what happened. And there are other people who didn't necessarily want to be humbled, but that's what happens. And so I had to experience both to understand both because the, the light workers and anyone on the spiritual path we're here to bridge the gap between separation and so the twin journey is really about bridging that gap between separation from yourself and others to it's really about that self-love for yourself and it's really about bridging uh separation bringing unity and oneness to a divided world so in my journey there are so many opportunities where I was exalted. I was exalted when I became, uh, when I joined a sorority. For one, that was one big thing. And I'm going to touch on that too in a second. Touch on something similar to that in a second. The other thing was, you know, when I was, I've mentioned that I played um, instruments in the band. And when I was playing, you know, they only took a few select people to play. Uh, and they only took four saxophone people, people who played saxophone players. <laughs> and I was one of the four, you know, and I was third chair in the wind ensemble. And there, I was in wind ensemble and symphonic band, but I was third chair. And we had a test, if you will. We had a audition, you know, where you kind of have to perform in front of the whole room and see if you advance to the next step or whatever. If you're going to stay where you are, if you're going to be demoted or promoted. And so we had this um, audition, our performance, our performance tests, and we all had to play the same line. Whoever played the line the most accurate 
would be either advanced or not. And so we, my band director went through each saxophone player. <laughs> Gets to me, and apparently I played it like flawlessly, supposedly, right? And so he goes, move up two chairs. But this was also part of my limiting mindset and my own uh, poor self-concept of myself. I heard him say it, but I didn't really believe he said it. So I moved up one chair and he goes, no, move up two chairs. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm first chair now? And it put all this pressure on me. I'm like, oh my gosh. And at the same time, I'm (laughs) pledging to get into a sorority and I just surpassed one of the sorority members. So I'm like, oh snap, (laughs) this is not gonna be good for me. (laughs) You know, so long story short, I end up being first chair and um, I could not really withstand the pressure and the potential for consequence for that, you know, and I was being manipulated at the same time by someone whispering in my ear like, oh, I can't play on this side and this is tough for me. So I sabotaged the whole thing because it was just like, you know what, I can't deal with this power. I can't deal with this. Let me just go back to where I'm comfortable. And so... <laughs> I was like first chair for like a month and then, or maybe not even a month, a couple weeks before I was like back at second chair, I think is what happened. But I just could not believe it. I was like, wait, I'm first chair now? Like, what does that even mean? And, um, you know, it just was like so overbearing for me. And so um, same with starting this journey. It was like this arrogance that I had to go through to see like, that I was under the impression, like, whoa, I must be, I must be more evolved than others to be on this path, and in a weird way, like, I must be better, you know, like, whoa, this must mean this, this, and this, and it was a, it was me being able to experience the opposite of what I've experienced my life journey, to experience what does that even feel like to be that arrogant, (laughs) What does that even feel like to be that um, prideful, maybe, you know? And so, of course, I operated in that energy for a while and I missed out on opportunities. I hurt other people with my selfishness and my inability to see anyone else. Uh, I was very judgmental, which can kind of already be part of my shadow as it is, but it was even more amplified it was just like outstanding the things that were happening and um having to go through what it would feel like to be exalted than to be humbled because most of my life I had been humbled and been always exalted so to be knocked down a few (laughs) a few steps it was like whoa like that was a really painful lesson but that's part of what we're here for is to transmute that energy to transmute it into something else, to learn from it, to gain insight and um, understanding from it. And so I had to experience both in order to have compassion and to understand where it came from. And it was this deep insecurity that I felt, this deep insecurity of not being able to live my truth or that somehow um, my way of operating was better or that my path and my way of getting to certain things was the only way in the right way and it just became um very very 
opposite of um, embracing the light. And, and I'm going to take a pause right now. I'm going to take a break because I'm getting so much downloaded right now. I need to process it myself. So I will be right back. Please stick around after the break. We'll continue this. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for sticking around and for staying for this episode. It's been kind of all over the place, but I appreciate you guys uh, still listening. And um, over the break, I noticed that my camera stopped recording. So I don't know exactly when that happened. So if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, whenever this does air on the YouTube channel, that is, uh, that's what is happening. And that's what just happened to the visual. So uh, I'm doing this second half without recording myself because I don't want to... I was using my computer to record before, but it's a different quality than the camera I have. So I I don't want to go back to doing that. So this will just have no visual. So thank you guys for your patience with that. And moving right along, (laughs) moving right along, you know, just going through that experience of having to now be humbled after I had lived my life in a humble way to now have this uh, forced humbleness because of my arrogance. It was a very um, interesting thing. And now the universe will, the universe is always working for you. Even when it feels like it's against you, it's always for you. Because I couldn't see what I was doing. I couldn't see. I was getting too big for my britches in a sense. (laughs) I was, you know, I was belittling people and Uh, making people feel dehumanized and as a result I lost people I lost friends connections etc opportunities whatever and um, even within that I had to also learn again as I mentioned boundary as I had to learn how much of this is other people's projection on me how much of this is other people trying to convince me that I feel this way or think this way and so having that uh, level of discernment to, to recognize what I can learn, there's always a grain of truth in every lesson. So even if someone is projecting their own insecurity on me, to still say, how is this true? How does this affect me? How do I operate in this way? Do I operate in this way? Or is this their own projection onto me? And regardless, when you operate in seeking the lesson, you always find something, you always gain something. But when we operate in, nope, that's for them. So for instance, if you're listening to this episode and going, I know exactly who I should send this to. I know exactly who needs to hear this message. I'm so glad this was was a broadcast so I can send this to said person. What about yourself? What, what lesson are you learning? You know, people who operate in that spiritual superiority, they don't see that they can get any benefit from others. They always can see how they're gonna benefit other people. You need my service because X, Y, and Z. But what about them? What about them helping you? Or what about you understanding what they bring to the table? Or how it's actually you, (laughs) you know? How this message might actually be for the person hearing it. So um, one thing to be mindful of whenever you are operating with people and you're trying to discern or wonder, are they just being, are they using that spiritual superiority to make me feel bad or... They're creating this cult-like following where you have to be at a certain level where you reach a certain thing and only, only, you know, to try to create some type of specialness of 
we're these people and those are those people and we're against them. So some things to watch out for is spiritual teachers and advisors and gurus who believe they are the end all be all. They tell you how badly you need their service. They tell you how your future is going to go and they disempower you from your own connection to the divine. They disempower you. They don't even recognize your worth or value. You know, they scuff at the things you find intriguing and they they think themselves so much more wiser, so much more enlightened and you know, what you're doing is laughable. You're just so human over there. Like they just focus on the negatives almost and they don't help you actually um, find that power for yourself um, they make you dependent on them you need me for this this and this um, <clears throat> they are also spiritual spiritual teachers who will um, find ways to manipulate how do they find ways to make things work for them how do they make you second guess yourself how do they make you feel in their presence, you know? Um, how do they kind of make you feel bad about yourself or like what your contribution is is so minimal, so elementary compared to their superior wisdom? How do they make you feel that way? Do they make you feel that way? Um, and, and then you have to also recognize there are spiritual leaders who thrive off of secret keeping. They keep secrets. There are spiritual concepts and knowledge that you're just not evolved enough for. You're not ready to handle. Um, I'm the only one who can give you this message. I'm the only one who can access the Akashic Records and you need me to do so because, you know, that's my gifting. It's not yours. And whether that's true or not, it's about the intention behind it. Are they doing that as a way to keep you dependent? Are they doing that in a way to keep you stuck? Are they doing that in a way to say somehow to, to still elevate themselves at your displeasure, at your demise, does it help them elevate themselves? So they might operate in this way of you have to earn enough worth and value. You have to prove why I should respect you. That's a red flag right there. You're, you don't have to prove to anyone. You don't have to prove that to anyone, okay? Respect is something that automatically is granted. Disrespect is earned. Respect is guaranteed. Disrespect is something you have to earn. People should automatically respect you just for being a person, just for being a human, just for being an individual, just for being a multidimensional being. But when we think of people as, I'm the one with the answers or I'm the one who's special and uh, sacred, but you, not so much, that's when we can get a little tricky. So um, those are things to kind of watch out for like people who are making you feel that way and also this is kind of something that goes back to what I spoke about on the previous episode which was titled government that there are sectors in this world in this realm that will use secrecy as a way to gain power now secrecy is shadow work you know because secrecy uh we can't heal what we don't reveal okay uh if you know who said that, holla at me. <laughs> if you know who said that, you cannot heal what you don't reveal. That's what keeps people in shadow, toxic, low vibrational energy. Uh, if you're not willing to face your own trauma or expose your own trauma, there is great fear of exposure. 
you know, there's a great fear of uh, unworthiness. And so when people are operating in that energy, they will do that to make you feel that way. They will find ways to make you feel insecure because of their own insecurity. They'll find ways to kind of make you doubt yourself so that they can feel better about themselves. So you want to watch out for those type of people. But I bring up um, the previous episode of government because that's what the government does. They operate out of secrecy. Once you reach this level, once you reach this tier, you'll get this kind of information. And this is classified and it separates us us versus them we are the ones who can govern this classified information you cannot you are not ready for this this is not for you and yes there is uh, um there is merit in that but there's also control that can happen in that there's also deception that can happen in that there's also people who are gonna abuse their power Okay, so you have to really look out, is this person abusing their power? Is this someone I can trust with my secrets or is this someone who's going to use it against me? Do I feel safe with this person or this entity? But those organizations such as sororities, such as military, government, um, that operate with secrecy, there can be a really dark energy with that if you're not careful. So make sure that you are being very careful because... um, spiritual leaders who feel like they hoard all the information they have this scarcity mindset of I there's not enough I need all these resources they operate in that same parasitical energy where they need a source and oftentimes they prey on the vulnerable they prey on those who are either older you know um, mentally uh, disabled people who are going to be easy targets And that's not okay. If you're a spiritual leader, you need to cherish those people and protect those people. You know, that's how I believe. That's what I want to do. And it's just painful when people don't and they abuse their spiritual gifts to pry on people and to seduce people and to invade people. It's just not okay. So things to look for when you're looking for spiritual leader or spiritual guru or someone that is not operating on a spiritual superiority is look for do they operate with humility do they see and recognize the light and darkness in all things including themselves do they um, see themselves clearly and do they actually align with their words and their actions you know do they practice what they preach what do they say about other people how do they treat people who they cannot get anything from who give them no benefit. How do they treat those people? The helpless, the homeless, how do they treat them? The innocent, the children, the pets, how do they treat them? Um, Do they make you feel safe? Do you feel seen by them? Do you feel secure in their presence? Or do you feel insecure and belittled to? And leaving like that feeling of like, I feel like I was just robbed, but I don't even know what happened. That feeling of something feels off, but I can't put my finger on it. Do you feel that way around these people? Or do you feel like there's someone that, you know, you could actually let your guard down with? You feel that way, Spiral? Oh, thank you, boo. And so really understanding, like, what things to look for, you know, because people can talk the talk. Oh, but are they living up to what they say they are? What do they do when no one's watching? You know, like that's the kind of stuff to really pay attention to 
I mean, we can't see into everyone's heart and mind, but we can definitely see their actions and their choices that they make. What kind of choices are they doing, are making? What kind of energies are they aligning to? You know, so being mindful of that, you know. Um, you know, I, I'm always talking about collaborating and everything like that. But I also have boundaries to certain collaborations because if the energy's off, if someone is too in- unstable for me to even build a connection with, I'm not going to entertain it. I'm going to have to remove myself, you know, and, and adjust. And then the same goes for people who think differently from me. That's another part of understanding. Are they threatened by differences? For me, I don't have to like someone. I don't even have to resonate with them. This platform is a, a business venture, really. It's it's a way of broadcasting information. So I could collaborate with someone that I don't agree with. I could collaborate with someone that have very opposing opinions with. And I actually prefer to do it that way because it's it's not this platform is not about me in that sense. It's about giving out the information. And just because I don't resonate with someone, that doesn't mean some audience person listening won't resonate with them. So really seeing the difference between um, are they threatened by certain things? Do they only choose people who are like them? Or can they walk up to a complete stranger and show them love and compassion? Can they do those things? So then the next thing to really look for is are they consistent? Are they consistent with their behavior? Or are they inconsistent? Are they in and out? Are they wishy-washy? Do you feel like you don't know where you stand with these people? Do you feel like you don't know if they're going to ambush you, you know, or if they're going to take your money and run? Are they going to betray you? Really watch them. Are they consistent? Asking other people who have worked with spiritual advisors or spiritual gurus um, and asking yourself these questions too, not just spiritual advisors, but asking yourself these questions too. You know, we all have a light and dark. Do you recognize that in yourself? Do you recognize it in others? You know, and, and just recognizing that if you've gone through a period in your life where you were operating out of this spiritual superiority energy, wonder and question where it comes from. You know, ask yourself, how come I act this way? You know, one thing I, I tell all my clients, and this will be a freebie, <laughs> is to not ask yourself why. When we do something, don't go, why did I do that? We don't need to do that to ourselves because all that does is create more pain and more suffering. But when we change the question, we get a different answer. <laughs> so asking yourself, how come I'm, I'm like this? How come I exist this way? And often you realize it's a deep wound. It's a deep insecurity. Someone did this to you or something along the way was broken and shattered and never fully healed from. So being able to step away from it and not judge yourself for operating in this energy but to realize okay what is the lesson in this what do I need to learn what what do I need to understand from this um and how can I integrate it that should be the goal right integration and so um uh, a couple takeaway points I would say is just to always know that love is the key If you love yourself, you don't have to worry about being deceived by people who operate out of spiritual superiority. And you can love yourself if you've operated in that way. You'll be able to forgive yourself. And some people are okay with it. Some people are like, nope, I'm not changing. This is how I want to be. Everyone's less than me. And that's just what it is. I am this and that. Just remember that knowledge puffs up. 
and love builds up. So you can have all the knowledge in the world. You can have all the spiritual giftings in the world. But if you don't understand what love is, if you don't even know what that looks like, if you don't love yourself or others, all of that is just meaningless. Um, Take away how to have wisdom, how to discern and understand, have a better understanding of yourself to see why you feel the need to operate this way without shaming yourself for doing it. Because all of it is, in my opinion, is the fear of facing ourselves. So we use all of these things to not face ourselves because we would fall into the despair of what that means to actually admit to, wow, this is actually what I've done or who I've become or whatever the case is. But we can't really move past it until we face it. So having humility, having the ability to know when you're wrong, the ability to admit your faults, forgive yourself and do better, learn how to see the good in everyone, you know, learn how to not see people as opportunity to gain um, leadership over or, you know, authority over, but to really understand how is this teaching me and, and what can I learn from this? And not just how everyone else can learn from this and how everyone needs me. What about how I need others? So um, just remember that egos don't love. Souls love. Egos don't. So if you're operating with spiritual egotistic behavior, such as superiority, you're very far from the love and light that you might claim to be. (laughs) You might be less enlightened then you want to realize because the enlightened don't need to prove anything. They don't need to uh, operate with having people worship them. They have an understanding of themselves. So if you're wanting to heal the spiritual ego, you want to heal out of the superior mindset, you have to first have awareness. (laughs) Become aware of your actions. Become aware of how they're affecting other people. Become aware of where it stems from. You have to understand yourself. You have to be aware of yourself to realize maybe your self-worth is so damaged that the only way you feel relief is by criticizing others. The only way you feel better about yourself is to make people feel worse or less about themselves and understand where that really comes from. And once you have that awareness, then you have to be very, very brutally honest with yourself. You can't be honest with anyone else if until you're honest with yourself. You can't give to others until you give to yourself, just like love. You have to receive your own love first before you can give that. <laughs> so being really honest about your behaviors, where it comes from, if you even want to change that uh, mindset, and there's no shame in it regardless, and understand the pros and cons. Understand the consequences of every action we take has a consequence, whether negative or positive. And recognize, how can I be honest with myself and realize this is what I'm doing? And be honest to say either, yes, I want to continue this, or no, I don't. And to face whatever pain may have to arise from that. (laughs) You know, because a lot of times uh, to feel superior, we're avoiding something. And doing shadow work, how you can integrate it. How you can integrate your shadow more. How you can... um, be uh, more honest with with your shadow 
and see the benefit of it, but also realize there's that there's that pain of if I don't hold if I don't have this, what do I have? Who am I without this? This is my whole concept. Like <laughs> some people feel so worthless that they feel like they have nothing else to give, so they just take they take in order to give something that's not even truly theirs to give. So it's like just understanding your shadow and how it manifests and then doing inner child work tracing it back to the root when did you first feel this way who made you feel this way who operated as a superior being in front of you you know so whether you're concerned of being manipulated by others or whether you're concerned that you're doing that yourself just know that it's it's your choice if you if you continue to operate in that sorry my nose is getting stuffed up now it's like goodness can I get a break (laughs) all this stuff is happening now um you know so just understand that uh you don't really have to worry about people doing this to you just try to focus on not doing this to others and focus on how you can be discerning and operating your own alignment with whatever your truth is you know there's no uh, right or wrong in truth. It's your truth. You get to operate in it however you wish to. So I hope that this message helps. It's definitely did not come out the way I thought it was going to. <laughs> and I think that's another big thing is expectation. Having expectation that other people will get what you get, see what you see, understand what you understand, believe what you believe. And it doesn't give room for creative expression doesn't give room for the separation that we are in even though we are one we operate in this realm of duality so we have to give everyone their own unique ability to allow people to believe whatever they want to believe if they want to take the blue pill go right on ahead and to allow it to not uh overwhelm us you know to not overwhelm ourselves with that so um I hope that you all are doing well, and and I hope that this has shed some light on this, as I I do think this is an important topic. And if we had more spiritual leaders talking about this and uh, providing ways to um, remain humble in this and to to show that humility, I think would be a lot better. And if we had spiritual leaders that were accountable for their actions and not taking advantage of people, But people are going to take advantage of people. It's not our job to change them or to ask them, hey, can you stop taking advantage of people? They're not going to do that. But what we can do is not allow them to take advantage of us. So let people do what they're going to do. And as long as you do what you're going to, you're helping the planet evolve. You're helping the collective. So thank you all so much for being here. I look forward to continuing on this journey with you. And uh, stay safe, stay well. Until next time.